I recorded it all for two reasons. Number one, to put it in, are we on? I record the seminars on tape to, so I can have it put in my time capsule. I have a time capsule here on, on the estate uh, with some of my uh, memorabilia possessions. So 500 or 1,000 years from now, because I expect the castle will still be standing since it stood since 1468, that people couldn't see what I had to say. Also, that, uh, you know, 25 or 40 years from now when I'm uh, 100 and something, people can't say that I preach conspiracy here to you fucking feeble-minded people that we can pull the tape out. Um, I'm proud of the people I slag off in the professional uh, development business and other success coaches. I'm, I don't mind them hearing that. Uh, although in April, we uh, taped the seminar from the beginning to the end for the first time. Uh, fully taped, we have professional people here, etc. Um, uh, not because I'm going to sell it, but I want to put that in the time capsule. We may use sections of it from time to time uh, uh, for some future product, but that's not the real reason. Now, I uh, had an enjoyable lunch for a good beginning of the day, and we're going to discuss Steve Jobs, God rest his soul. Uh, I've talked about high-performance people. I've talked about them in relationship to me. I've talked to them into relationship to you or uh, the, the characteristics you don't have as they had. Everybody from um, uh, Zuckerberg on Z to uh, um, you know Gates, etc. Now we're just going to spend a couple of minutes to talk about Steve, who I met back in the 80s. Um, a visionary. He, t he went to about a half a semester of college at Orism, Oregon University. So university is certainly not the end all in advanced degrees, even from Ivy League schools, is not the end all. Okay. Um, but he was a tough taskmaster, and he, these are some of his characteristics. According to uh, a combination of books that have been written about him and Steve Wozniak, his co-founder, who I quote here in a little bit. He was a tyrant, insane ambition. Jobs yelling at you was frightening. He was adopted. Okay. He also abandoned his first family. Computers to him were tools of oppression. His words, not mine. Okay. Scully and Jobs. What did Jobs say? He had told Scully when he brought him in to be CEO, do you want to sell sugar and H2O the rest of your life or change the world? What have we been talking about? Change. Taking a risk. Without great risk, there's no great reward. Surpassing his own sense of reality, irrespective of the facts. He didn't care what anybody said. If his reality said this, that's what they did. Would not hesitate to call you at 2 a.m., had not time for people he didn't respect, would fix in an elevator ride, an elevator ride, 25 seconds at 7th floor. In other words, he'd tell you what he thought of you in 25 seconds in an elevator ride. He had no compunction, he, he, didn't, he, he certainly wasn't politically correct. Don't waste time living somebody else's life. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Now, some of these are from his speech that he made to Stanford University in 2005, his, his uh, uh, commencement speech. Okay. 
as opposed to a guy like Musk. Different personality. Musk is a South African uh, computer science engineer, I believe. Uh, and he's got a different lower key. Same stuff, takes big risks. Again, we're back to what differentiate the high performance people? They make the big bets. And they're not afraid of mistakes. And they make a lot of mistakes. Bill Gates, you know, they make it, sell it, fix it. Because it doesn't work. Some of Elon Musk stuff. Co-founder of PayPal, Motors, space exploration technologies, born in South Africa, uh, from an engineer, uh, South African engineer and Canadian born mom. Uh, immigrated to Canada, earned an undergraduate degree in economics uh, from Penn, an Ivy League school. Three years of conference that he considered was the internet, clean energy, and space. He's in all of them. Moved to California in 95 and enrolled in a program of high energy physicists at Stanford. Stayed two days and then dropped out. Another dropout at a graduate degree level. 1999, Compact's Alta Vista division acquired Zip2 for $307 million, $34 million in stock options was his. Uh, in March 99, Musk founded X.com, which engaged a legal name to PayPal in February 2001. In October 2002, PayPal was acquired by eBay, $1.5 billion uh, in stock, 11% of that was um, Mr. Musk's. In June 2002, Musk founded a third company, Space Exploration Technology, SpaceX, of which he is currently CEO and CTO. 2008, SpaceX won the NASA contract to replace the cargo transport function, uh, which everybody knows about. In 2010, NASA decided to also entrust the commercial sector with astronaut transport. Now, you have no idea, unless you've been part of space and etc., what a big deal that is for a private individual to get the contract from NASA. That's huge. Siemens doesn't get contracts from NASA. General Electric doesn't get contracts from NASA. Why one young engineer with big dreams, why does he get contracts from NASA? Because he thinks fucking bigger. Siemens would worry more about the spaceship blowing up with the Siemens name on it. No sure bet. Must the principal owner and chairman of the board of Tesla Motors, which builds a high and luxury vehicle, primary investor and the chairman of the board of Solar uh, Photovoltaics, uh, excuse me, product and service startup company. The underlying motivation of funding both companies is also combat global warming. These are his current uh, deals. Different personalities, same outcome. There's two ends of the continuum of leadership, which we spend a lot of time on, in management. I have one, Henry Kissinger. Everybody know who Henry Kissinger is? Okay. The grand old man of world politics is at the other. But Henry Kissinger has no heart. He's just as black as the guys in mind in the continuum, except he's here, Professor Doctor, talks very quietly. But he was the brains behind Nixon going to China in the early 70s. Different personality. Most of the world is at Henry Kissinger's end of the continuum. Not many are at my end of the continuum. And there's a lot more rough, tough, aggressive guys than me and gals. 
than me. Believe me. I've met a few of them. So when you say I can't be Dan, and one of the things I say in the closing in a few days, if you're even 5% of me, 2% of me, you'll make a ton of fucking money. But you got to change, and you got to take action, and you got can't be afraid to make uh, um, can't be afraid to make a mistake, and you got to fucking man up, you cunt. Like Newsweek says, you got to suck up your pantyhose, and not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do it. But now. People writing bestsellers that I didn't write. Quantum Leap is fashionable. It's probably time for me to get out. It's probably time for me to get out because when everybody else starts quoting me, then it's time to quit. I've never read the book. It's still in the wrapper. I'm sure I can't learn one fucking thing from the book. I'm positive. And I really don't want to get pissed off, you know, in case that he plagiarized me. Because I need another lawsuit like I need AIDS. But I'm sure he's an honorable guy. Here's an honorable guy. So I'll leave James Maples alone. Mapes alone. I'm sure he is a good guy. Okay, are there any questions before? No, not yet. You're going to read. I want you to read it for the... Yep. Okay, so what's slide number? We don't know. So we're going to do it the, the Roma way. He's going to go one by one. It'll be here 45 minutes, but you find it. Go back. We have one of the uh, attendees that wants to read the QLA Creed. Now, the QLA Creed I made up several years ago, and it has a lot of um, SEAL team in it, Ranger School in it, what else? Astronaut, because they've all got creeds. So I read over them, over, you know, and read over and went over, and I took what was applicable to us, <clears throat> and for me personally, you guys never went to that training, I did a lot of it, not the astronaut training. Uh, they tell me I'm too big for an astronaut. They don't have astronauts this tall. Um, but um, it, it, it's important. Okay, so now we're going to have our, our Romanian, he's not a gypsy, but to me, uh, euphemistically and, uh, and lovingly, I'll call him a gypsy. Get it. The QLA Credo. In times of financial war or uncertainty, there is a special breed of warrior ready to answer this special call. A common man or woman with uncommon desire to succeed. Forged by adversity, he or she stands alongside the finest specially to serve the world of business and protect and enhance a better way of life. I am that man and woman. <laughs> QLA is a badge of honor and heritage. Bestowed upon me by the heroes that have gone before, it embodies the trust of those I have sworn to protect, my family. By wearing the QLA mantle, I accept the responsibility of my chosen profession and way of life. It is a privilege that I must earn every day. My loyalty to QLA and team is beyond reproach. I humbly serve as a guardian to my fellow QLA trained, always ready to defend those who are unable to defend themselves. I do not advertise the nature of, all, of my work, but do seek recognition for my actions. I voluntarily accept the inherent hazards of my QLA training placing the welfare and security of others before my own. i just change it. Oh. <clears throat> I serve with honor on and off the financial battlefield. 
The ability to control my emotions and my actions, regardless of circumstance, sets me apart from other men and women. Uncompromising integrity is my standard. My character and honor are steadfast. My word is my bond, no matter how inconvenient or politically incorrect. We expect to lead and be led. In the absence of orders, I will take charge, lead my partners and accomplish the mission. I lead by example in all situations. I will never quit. I will never quit. I persevere and thrive on adversity. QLA expects me to be physically harder and mentally stronger than my competition. If knocked down, I will get back up, every time. I will draw on every remaining ounce of strength to protect my partners and family and to accomplish our mission. I am never out of the fight and, un I am never out of the fight and understand the sacrifices required. We demand discipline. We expect innovation. The lives of my partners and the success of our mission depend on me. My technical skill, tactical proficiency, and attention to detail, my training is never complete. We train for war and fight to win. I stand ready to bring the full spectrum of power to bear in order to achieve my mission and the goals established by my goals and aspirations. The execution of my duties will be swift and violent when required, yet guided by the never principles, by the very principles that I serve to defend and honor. Honesty, morality, legality, and ethics. Talented men and women have fought in the trenches of life, building the proud tradition and feared reputation of the QLA warrior that I am bound by my honor to uphold. In the worst of conditions, the legacy of those that have gone before me steadies my resolve and silently guides my every deed. I will not fail. Okay. We have guys and gals that read this every fucking day. And guess what? They're the winners. They're all winners, but they're the super winners. Because it takes commitment. You don't feel like reading this every goddamn day. Just like when we talk about aspirations and goals, I don't do my aspirations and goals twice a day anymore. I don't. I haven't for you. But I do it every night before I go to sleep. So I'm sitting there and Sally goes to sleep. She says, uh, you know, she doesn't ask me anymore, are you done? Because I, I got goals and, you know, my affirmations and all this stuff, you know. Um, but it's discipline. And I don't feel like it every night. But I do it every night. Just like many of the successful people that have come through here do this. Okay, we'll see YouTube later on today. Thank you.